Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, brought to you by the parent company, Grow Program. Grow Program helps agents utilize online tools to help market and brand their agency online. Find out more information at www.growprogram.com. Also remember, we have a very strict antitrust and comments policy. You can find those policies online at agentsinfluence.com. Now, let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass with uh, Agents Influence Podcast once again. Hello to all my listeners out there. Uh, Appreciate you taking your time, pressing the little play button, maybe going to agentsinfluence.com first or through the email and just appreciate you taking your time, which is very valuable while you're working, while you're driving in the car, uh, whether you're jogging or whatever. We appreciate you taking your valuable time to listen to this. This is the month of September. Um, I did it purposely uh, for the young agents. And keep in mind, a young agent is not necessarily by age. It's someone who's doing new things, um, doing young new things, fresh things in the agency, just doing things different. You're going to notice that we do have a lot of age young people on here, but we we will also have the more tenured veteran agents as well telling how they're a young agent and by the way they're doing things. But uh, but to be specific to the guy that we have on now, he is uh, actually the chairman of the National uh, Big Eyes Young Agents Committee, and we're going to be having an event that he was going to talk to you about at the end of the month, and that's why I thought it was really important to get this gentleman on. But that really has nothing to do with the fact of what this gentleman does on a daily basis. You've got to meet him. I hope you get the opportunity one day because he is a fantastic individual that carries himself very collectively. He's kind of a laid-back guy, but you realize after you talk to him that his mind is always spinning and he has some of the greatest ideas that uh, you'll ever hear. So um, I'm going to once again bring up here and, and, and announce that this is uh, Quincy Branch. And uh, he is the chairman of the National Young Agency. He's also a full-time agent. So, Quincy, say hello to the listeners. Uh, Hello, everybody. Jason, thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate you. Why don't we start out by you giving us, uh, telling us who you are. Start with uh, A and go to Z and, you know, keep it brief, but let them know the things that uh, makes Quincy special and why you're here where you are now. Uh, well, I think Jason, the good thing about me is I'm no different than anybody, anybody that might be listening on this on this because I said I'm a my son, I'm a father, you know, a business owner, um, and probably the one big thing about me is I got into insurance probably the same way more than half of the listeners got into it, and that was probably by totally, surp, you know, unforeseen, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, man. In a sense, because um, like I said, again, my father's been in insurance since I was probably like 14, and I always said, you know, if this is what insurance is, I would never do insurance. I mean, I would never get into it. I would never be the person that's collecting premiums. And, of course, here I am, you know, 14 years into the business and, and loving every minute of it. So got to love that. But I say, really, my, my story is, I, I would assume, very similar to a lot of listeners out there. Again, like I said, didn't really want to get into insurance and really started in the back office of my father's um, small substandard agency he had when I was in college and was working my way through it. And I, I tell people all the time, I'm going to do a book one day that's um, it's going to be titled From the File Room to the Boardroom because that's literally where I started. I was in a file room that was 
maybe a four by six, just filing papers away, you know, payments and deck pages and everything else and doing some bookkeeping work for him. And then just eventually started working my way up and, you know, got to the point where he said, you know what, you need to be licensed. Go ahead and take the test. Took the test and really didn't do anything with my PNC license. Then he said, you know what, why don't you take the test and since you're going to be sticking around the agency for a while, get your life and health license to be real around it. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, another self-study test. And after I passed that test, he was like, okay, well, yeah, we're starting the life and health division, and you're going to run it for us, so <laughs> here you go. <laughs> so where where's your agency located at when you started? Oh, um, in Las Vegas, Nevada, down closer to downtown. Closer to downtown, okay, yeah. all right. And um, And where did you go to college? Oh, I just went to college in Mesa State, and which is in Grand Junction, Colorado, for three years, and then I finished up my degree at UNLV. So go running Rebels. All right, fantastic. Now, now, Quincy, I know you better than a lot of other people just because uh, I just have met you a lot, served on committees with you. What did you do? You had a job before you were in insurance. It's a very interesting thing. Tell 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 the listeners what it was. Right. Well, I said again, my my job was to stay away from insurance as far as I could, and uh, the good thing about it is I always had the entrepreneurial spirit. So I had my own janitorial supply company, and was quite successful, you know, for a little for a while there. Um, we had contracts with some of the bigger casinos, some of the bigger utility companies out here. So was doing that and very successful, and had an opportunity to sell that and get out of out of the business. So that worked out, and then. Came, fell in line with Pop. Now, you're not working with Pop anymore, correct? Explain that, how you've evolved from that. Well, no, sir. And, and again, having that entrepreneurial spirit and always knowing, Jason, that I wanted to own my own. And, you know, I tell my friends and stuff all the time, I haven't punched a time clock since I graduated high school. And so I always knew I wanted to have that. And about two and a half years ago now, the opportunity just presented itself where the department that I was running that I started with my father's agency, um, him and his partner gave me the opportunity to purchase that book, and I literally took a department and made it his own separate company, and here we are. Wow, fantastic. And so so now it's it's your gig. I mean, you, you still kind of work in conjunction with your dad, but this is your gig, this is your ship, and you're sailing it. Am I right? Yes, sir. I, I, I tell people all the time, we... We are like um, a blended family because his side, of, his agency still does all the commercials, so they, you know, general liability, workers' comp, and we are strictly life and health, so employee benefits, health, individual group, and, and things of that nature. So, of course, we still refer to each other because we still paint the picture of being a full-service agency, right. which is two different agencies now. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. I'm happy for you, Quincy. That That's uh, fantastic. How old are you, Quincy? 36. 36. See, you're an old man considering to me because I'm 35. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Anyways, um, that's, a, that's a great story. I think a lot of people can relate out there. I think why a lot of us are insurance agents is because we do like to help people. But I think that what we always sometimes forget is that at heart, I think a lot of us, if not all of us, are entrepreneurs and and and, uh, and, and that's that's just who we are and it makes us go. And I think just helping people 
enables us to help ourselves is really what it comes down to. But, you know, like they say, as long as you keep your eyes on the prize, you'll be okay. And the prize to us is helping other individuals uh, protect what they have. ran into a guy the other day on LinkedIn. He said that his job title was a dream protector. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. It's a side note of that. But, uh, okay, so, so Quincy, um, let's talk, because I want to talk more about the event that you guys have got going on and, and some stuff about but young agents. But let me ask you this real quick. Uh, you know, what could you tell other agents out there, or how could you help another agent and say maybe – you know, something that you've learned that could be useful to other agents and maybe something you believe that maybe happened to you that doesn't happen to most agents. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, but, you know, do you have any ideas of things that you might? Let's start first with one. what's one thing that you learned that you could be useful to other agents? Well, Jason, you, you asked that question in my mind, of course, gets to go on. And I think the two – I'm going to answer that question in two-parter because the two things that stick out to me that have been beneficial to me in the young agent coming up through the ranks is patience and education. And I say education because at the end of the day, you know, people, when I first got started in employee benefits and even started my own agency, people look at me and I'm 36, but I can probably pass for like somebody in my mid twenties. And, you know, you have to dispel the whole, Oh, he's just a young kid, you know, trying to sell me something or give me education on a plan. And that's where that education comes into play at. You know, as long as I can show people when I sit down and they hear me speak, and it's like, oh, okay, this guy really knows his stuff. And gotcha. He's, you know, giving me wisdom beyond his quote-unquote years. You know, and so and and I and I truly believe that that you once you make this a career decision, you know, I'm a firm believer that you have to hone your craft. And you know, the same way that I was a gym rat when I played basketball all through school, you know, same thing I do in insurance. You know, I become an insurance rat. Yeah, good, good, good analogy. That's a good comparison. You know, and, and then patience, the, and you say patience is the second part of that, huh? I think that's something right. that's hard for a lot of people. You know, and, and I would say again, I, I think a lot of, and I just call them my generation of insurance agents. You know, we think the minute we walk in and give you a plan or show you that's a good price and a good policy, you're supposed to jump on it immediately. You know, okay, instant sale. And what I've learned painfully sometimes is that you know the art of building relationships you know the art of okay just because i showed you a policy on january 1st doesn't mean you're going to be my client january 15th right you know and i have to realize that i have to keep continue to cultivate that relationship continue to stay in front of you create that value so therefore i i I guess i have something in my agency that i always tell my staff and everything is that we have to eat tomorrow too so, you know, just because we didn't sell a policy today don't mean we can't sell one tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's good stuff. That That's really good stuff. So education and patience. I love the educations to overcome the fact that you may be uh, – people may not see you as, uh, as experienced or uneducated because you're too young. And then the patience based on the fact that just because – they didn't take it t- today doesn't mean that you won't eat tomorrow, but doesn't mean that they may not take it down the road. And that's where you're saying that building the relationship becomes an art. Oh, yes. All right. That, that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. You had anything weird kind of happen to you that you believe that doesn't happen to most or any other agents out there? I mean, anything off the top of your head? You know, I, I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think in in my experience, some things have happened to me, but... 
and again, it builds off that education and and that patience. Because for me, a lot of people look at look at me and they think, oh, okay, yeah, this is this young guy. What is he gonna do? And I say again, it goes back to me being able to be creditable and understanding that, you know, I'm I'm bringing them something that they really understand and they need, and so they look beyond the age or the the youthfulness, right? And and really hear what's going on, but. I don't think a lot of my trials and tribulations have been anything that's un- out of the norm. Out of the norm, okay. Of you okay. Know, regular insurance aging. No problem, no problem. And you do, I will say, you do look younger than 36 years old. So I'll definitely, I definitely agree with you there. But once I said, as I started the conversation, though, Quincy, with the listeners, is that you can sit down and once you start talking to you, I mean, it feeds into exactly what you just said. I mean. Um, I served with you on a committee, and I think the first uh, five hours we were together, I think you said one word. But uh, after you started speaking two sentences, I started realizing, like, holy cow, this guy has got some bright ideas. And then you ra- rose up through the ranks, and at the, one of the highest pinnacles of uh, what I consider to be one of the highest pinnacles of being a quote-unquote young agent, younger generation, um, just by where you are and the things that you're doing, and I greatly appreciate it. So now um, you are the chairman of the National Young Agents Committee. Um, for everybody out there, if you don't know, your state association um, has a Young Agents Committee for the state, and then there is a national association out there um, that um, does nothing but helps provide support to all the states to grow their Young Agent Committees. And uh, and we put on a lot of different events, and we do. But mainly, if you're wanting to get involved, when what Quincy talks about, make sure you talk to your state, and uh, also come to our national events. And so, Quincy, let me before we talk about the event. I mean, why? What did you get out of being a young agent and being part of the? Because uh, you started in your state, if I'm correct, is that right? Yes, and, and and then you become the chairman of that as well. No, actually, I sit on the steering committee, and I'm the, the treasurer. The treasurer, okay, okay. So tell me, tell me about your experience. Tell me, I mean, why, why was it a value to you? Why should other agents do it? Tell me about that. Oh my gosh, John. Well, Jason, I don't know really where to begin on that one, so I just dive right in. Man, it is so important for agents, and I just, I speak from a young agent's perspective, to get involved. Um, and one of the key things I think in my mind that speaks, getting involved locally, because that's where you know you you, you can have the hands-on impact. You know, you can make connections and decisions that affect, you know, the insurance world that's in your environment. But one of the things I definitely want to speak to and point out is if any and every young agent could have the opportunity to go to our legislative conference in in April in D.C., you know, that is something that I would urge every young agent to save up, sell um, more policies, whatever you can, because it is such an eye-open, you know, event yeah. and conference to really get to see what the big eye and, 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 you know, the leaders of the big eye do for us on a day-to-day basis that really affects what we do in, you know, in our home states and basically how we put food in, you know, our kids' mouths and clothes on their back and support our families. You're right. You're so right. You're so right. That usually goes on every April for everybody out there, and it's the National Legislative Conference put on by the Big Eye. Uh, people, representatives from all 50 states fly in, and, um, you know, I, it's so awesome, Quincy, that you that you feel the same way I do about how awesome that is. I mean, to we go on the hill all day. 
on a Thursday, you know, Friday or Wednesday, we're learning about all the issues. And, you know, every state has a pack. And you probably, listeners out there, you've been asked to pay part of that pack. And why should I pay? Well, because while me, you, and Quincy are sitting at our office or helping clients do all we can, there's people up there that, whether we like it or not, are passing laws that affect the way that that we deal with our clients. And, I mean, Quincy, I know you can speak to this. It's important that we provide those people with the financial incentives to be able to be in front of those people. And and I'm not talking about paying off congressmen. I'm talking about right. providing them a lifestyle so that they can actually want to do that job. Because I would say, and I don't know this for a fact, but I would say we have some of the best legislative, quote-unquote, lobbyists. That's become a bad word, but it's actually what they are. Lobbyists are actually 99.% very, very beneficial to any industry. I would say we have some of the best. Would you not agree, Quincy? No, Jason, I would agree with you 100%. And I think the statement that sticks out in my mind is, as an insurance agent and as every one of your listeners that's listening to this right now, as we, on a daily basis, you know, go to the grind and go to bat for our clients and companies and, and everything else, how much more important is that to have somebody going to bat for us, mm-hmm. you know, on Capitol Hill? That's exactly right. Whether you like it or not, they're making decisions up there, so we got to be a part of the process. You know what I yeah. mean? That's that's the way I've always looked at it. So we have the one event, and there's two main events that the young agents do, and one of them is in April. Um, that's in conjunction with the national legislative. And and if I'm correct, when young agents go to that, it, they the young agents committee is kind of there as a support system to help them feel comfortable there. Um, is is that that's that's kind of what it is, isn't it? In April. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and again, you know, we we're there from a national committee to, you know, again, help build those relationships, make those connections. But it's really a good time for you to get with your, you know, local state um, people and I say meet your state representatives. Um, I know the first time I did it, you know, it's the first time I even met some of the state people that I voted for <laughs> and everything else. So it was a good process. Yeah, it is a great process. It's it's really really cool, and you get to meet some interesting people out there, some famous people. So um, and we did this year as well. And then the second of main event that the young agents do is the National um, Young Agents Leadership Institute, which usually goes on in September, and that's what's coming up. You want to tell me more about that? Yeah, well, well great segue. But I mean, we have a great event and conference that's coming up um, in September. Again, it's our leadership conference. I think it's the 26th through the 28th or something like that in San Antonio. I think you're right. Yeah, the beautiful city of San Antonio. But again, this conference is, I think, is a great platform for young agents to come in and build upon exactly what we're calling it, Leadership Institute. Because now we're trying to, we endeavor to make sure that young agents that attend leave that conference with tools that they can go back to their home states, their home agencies, their home companies, and, you know, utilize to build upon. So, you know, our, our main thing, and, and, and again, Jason, I thank you for your time and your effort of leading the organization, but you guys have set such a great platform for, you know, young agents to come in and not just mingle, you know, and not just come to a conference to say we got out of town. You know, but we can actually have deliverables and action items that people can go back with and go to their principals, go to their supervisors, and say, oh, well, well, this is the fruit of why they went to that conference. And so now we get better buy-in, you know, with the agency principals and more seasoned 
you know, agency owners and, and supervisors of, you know, companies. So it's going to be a great time, um, great event. We have some great speakers lined up. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, uh, Marcus Sheridan, uh, the sales lion. If you don't know about him, just go to Google and look it up. We've got Ryan Hanley, who's also going to be speaking, taking what some of the sales lion does and trans, uh, translating it into insurance ease, I always like to say. Caliper, the uh, testing uh, for the, the group that does, the company that does testing for leadership and self-development and all different types of things, they're going to be there. Um, I know it may seem late, but it's really not. When you're listening to this podcast, I think you still got about three weeks left. Uh, feel free to sign up. If you're in Texas and right down the road, be sure to register and get there because it's a fantastic time. I've went the last five years. And uh, what you said there, Quincy, was kind of huge. You said there's practical things that you'll be able to learn there and take to the office. And I think that that rings really, really true. So, um, you know... I just can't say much more about it. I mean, you're going to be around hundreds of other young agents and your company reps and you're networking and you get to meet awesome people like Quincy. And uh, I don't want to leave anybody out because uh, the, the, the committee is made up actually of – now, Quincy, it's a little bit different than when I was doing it, so I'm sorry. But it's made yeah. up of five now? Five young yep. agents? Yep. We expanded to five this year. We expanded to five. So, so I don't mean to put you on the spot, but we've got Quincy Branch. We've got Jill Roth. Joe Hamilton, mm-hmm. and who, who, oh, who? Carolyn. Oh goodness. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. They're brand new to the community. Carolyn and Boyd. Yeah. Yes, Carolyn Boyd, and then we have another gentleman from Alabama. Oh no, that's Boyd. So we got Carolyn oh. um, from. Yeah, Boyd. I know we got Boyd from Alabama. And all my listeners out there, don't hold this against Quincy. He's only been on the job six days. And they just made a whole new committee because he was part of the old committee. They raised him up to chairman, and now they've brought in all these other new people that he's just now getting used to. So, Quincy, it's okay. I probably should have told you that I was going to ask you their names before I said it. So to wrap this thing up, Quincy, um, let me ask you this. Uh let me ask you just a couple personal things, let the listeners know it, and then we're going to wrap it up because we greatly appreciate your time. And if there's anything else you want to throw out there, let us do. What's your day look like, Quincy? Tell us what your day is from sun up to sundown. Oh, wow. Um, day promptly starts at about 5.20 each morning. Um, because, again, I, and, and Jason, not to belabor or drag it out, but I think one thing I like to do, especially at um I'm all about balance. And like I said, again, I can't work hard and forget my family and things like that. So I also remember I'm I'm a dad, I'm a father. So, you know, getting up in the morning, make sure I have my time to get my day ready, but then also getting the kids ready for school. Um, My son comes to the office with me because I drop him off at school every morning because his school is right down the street from me. So, you know, so that's a good thing. I get to spend some time with him. But the day usually starts off there, dropping the kids off at school, coming to the office um, usually by 7, 15-ish, somewhere up in there, and really getting the day started. Um, we, I have a thing that we do, and we, have a, we call it a quadrant culture in our office where, you know, we kind of come in and, and quadrantize our days, and so we know what's important, you know, what can be put off to another day, what can we do today if we get time. So we kind of prioritize our day in, in that way, and it's usually – now being an agency owner, a lot of admin, a lot of human resource, a lot of financial controlling, um, you know, selling, relationship building. I mean, it, it kind of encompasses everything. 
Okay. And that day usually wraps up by 6 o'clock. Okay. And then you go home and spend time with the kids or do any coaching or anything? Oh, a little bit of everything. Um, my daughter's into tennis right now, so either run into tennis practice or take my son to golf practice. And like I said, again, still making sure I make time for the wife and that we continue to date, you know, and, and not get caught up in the humdrum of life. And Right. So I think awesome. it's, it's a good balancing act. What time do you usually go to bed, Quincy? Oh, gosh, uh, maybe maybe about 11, 11.30. Wow, okay, fantastic, fantastic. Thanks for that, man. Uh, listeners love hearing it. I love hearing it. See, I got this thing called quadrant culture that I, I got to, I gotta, I gotta, once I get off the talk with you, I'm going to have to look this up because <laughs> it sounds cool. Um, and then the last thing, what are you reading right now? You reading any books? Um, actually, it's funny you would say that because I'm reading a great book right now called The Paradox of Success. Okay. It says, when winning at work means losing at life. Um, by John O'Neill. And, again, just goes back to my, my mentality, always making sure that I keep a balance. You know, I say, and, and my wife and my family knows this, Jason, but I work hard, but at the same time I, I like to play hard as well, and I'm not going to, you know, I try hard to make sure I keep that balance between Good. work, family, you know, my spiritual life and everything. So, you know, it has its ups and downs sometimes, but, hey, you got to keep that balance. you got to keep that balance. Quincy, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You are um, you you are a great example of what any agent should be. Um, you're a great example, I think that, and I don't want to just say for young agents because I think there's a lot of things that you said today that no matter if you're 25 or 75. I think there's a lot of things that you can learn, and that's why we try to not say that this month's for young agents, but that's what we have to kind of go by. It's young, fresh, new agents, and I think that you're doing a lot of things that people are doing, and I think you're doing a lot of things people aren't, so thank you for what you do. Thank you for stepping up to the plate and being the chairman of the National Young Agents. Um, I think it's a great, great, great organization, and I think you're going to make a great, great chairman, so thank you very much. Thank you, sir. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for Agents Influence Podcast. Just so, like we always do, always want to remind our listeners to please make sure you comment. Tell us what you thought Quincy said that really stuck out to you. Tell us what you thought that you disagreed with what he said. How are you similar to him? What are some of the things that you do in your office that you could see that you that when Quincy was talking about his quadrant culture and that you, you find interesting? And what are some questions you may have for Quincy? Because if you put them on there, I'll be sure to pass them along. Also remember, you can find us on iTunes. You can also find us on the mobile app Stitcher. That's for your Android. iTunes is for the Apple. And uh, please just uh, leave any comments and reviews that you can. Last, be sure to go to uh, to www.growprogram.com. Up in the top right-hand corner, you'll see D-I-M-A. That's Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. Be sure to sign up for our founders list. Um, it is going to be a very exciting thing that we're going to be rolling out here. I've searched the industry over tenfold, and I'm telling you, no one's got what we're getting ready to unleash to the industry. So, once again, this has been Jason Cass, and this interview has been with Quincy Branch, the chairman of the National Young Agents, also the owner of Branch Benefits. Is that right, Quincy? Yes, Branch Benefits Consultants. Branch Benefits Consultants. This has been Jason Cass with the uh, Agents Influence Podcast. We're out!